Hippionians. This is Hippie Mama. It is Monday, and you know what that means. It's Bible study day. I will tell you, last week, um, I believe it was Thursday, maybe Friday, I was reading the Word. Um, I had just spoken with my brother probably several hours prior, and uh, we were talking, and I was asking him, have you read the book yet? Have you read the book? And the book is the book I wrote, Intimate Moments with God, What It Takes to Please Our Savior. And, you know, we joke all the time. And he, excuse me, he told me, yeah, I read the back of it. And I'm like, what do you mean you read the back? He's like, I read the back that you live out in the Southwest region. I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, so we were joking about that. And he said that, you know, he read uh, a little bit of about the author uh, and stuff. He says, but I'm looking for something about relationships, how to handle relationships. And when I was talking to him, I'm like, don't you understand? This book is all about relationships. And the first and most important relationship that we will ever have in our entire life is the relationship that we have with God. Whether we choose to have one with Him or whether we choose to ignore Him, whether we choose to be mean to Him, whether we choose to be angry with Him, whether we choose to love Him, the most important relationship any of us and I mean even more important than your your mom or your dad or your children or your siblings or your partner, the most important relationship that we will ever establish in this life is the relationship that we have with Christ. And the book teaches us, it shows us based on what the Holy Spirit revealed is that having that relationship with him, that intimacy with him, being willing to be vulnerable, being willing to disrobe all of the things that we use to cover up ourselves, our inadequacies, our our faults, our fears, everything that we use in this world to hide from other people, the things that we try to push up underneath the bed or behind a closet or a door so that other people can't see. This is what it takes to be vulnerable with God. This is when you can't hide from Him. You can't hide anything. So, um, and the reason why I started off there, I don't even know. I, I tell you, it's like I said, many times before when the spirit leads me i have to go with it and i don't want to restrict him i don't want it to be where oh god no i can't talk about that no whatever he's putting in my heart to tell others i want to share it because there's a message there we have become so um used to or accustomed to I need to make this work with my my girlfriend or my boyfriend. You know, I need to to figure out how to do that. But have you figured out how to have a relationship with Christ first? Because if you figured that piece out, every other relationship that you have in life, I'm not saying it's going to be perfect or it's going to be easy, but he teaches us how to treat one another. And <clears throat> excuse me. 
And we often are, you know, looking for outside sources when the answer to everything that we need is within us because His Spirit is in us. So if we turn within and we seek His guidance and we ask Him, how do I take care of this? How do I fix this? He will show you. And one thing, excuse me, that I loved uh, about the conversation that I was having with my my little brother was, you know, he he was telling me about his son and how he had taken him to the park. Um, and, you know, he was walking. He's not quite a year old yet. Um, I think he actually started walking at seven months, uh, my little nephew. But he was walking anyway at the park. And it was a dog park. And uh, a dog my brother could see a dog coming towards him and obviously he couldn't make it to his son fast enough, not that they were far apart, but anyway, the dog knocked him over, but to play with him, it wasn't to hurt him or anything. And the, you know, my nephew started crying and obviously my brother, you know, grabbed him up, swooped him up in his arms and held him and soothed him. And he was saying, you know, it's a lot like how God takes care of us. He sees us as his children and Sometimes we fall down. Sometimes there's something really big and fast coming towards us to just knock us over. And not all the times are we able to get out of its way. Sometimes we have to be in that way um, in order for for us to have that comfort that we have so um, grown accustomed to not having in other people, but at any point. So God picks us up too when we fall down and he holds us and he cradles us in his arms and he covers us and he protects us. And he's like, you're going to be okay. I got you. You know, so even sometimes when we fall down, there are times when we have to, in order to know that, yes, he is still watching. He's still over us. and He's still with us. So today's scripture, and I'm going way back to a very simple, but a really beloved scripture for me and probably for a lot of people that uh, do read the Bible or have heard of this scripture, is Psalms 23. It says, because the Lord is my shepherd, I have everything I need. And how true is that? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want for anything. I mean, and that is nothing, no matter what is coming up against me, no matter how things may seem in the natural, no matter what my circumstances may be like, I will not need anything because he is my shepherd. And so we think about when Jesus went to the cross and rose from the dead, he purchased everything we need our soul's salvation, and our passport to a fruitful life. At the time of the Bible, when it was written, the culture was very agrarian. Many Old Testament figures from Abraham to David were shepherds and farmers. The shepherd anticipates all of the sheep's needs from finding the best place to graze and drink to keeping bugs from getting caught in their fur. Sheep aren't considered very bright animals. For example, they might see a rolling river and jump in to get water, not realizing they could drown. Sheep are also known to to wander off. 
Jesus teaches us in Matthew 18 that a good shepherd leaves the 99 to search for the one who got lost. And, you know, when I'm reading this, I'm thinking about so many things. I remember I used to um, have a conversation with a, a patient and it was always on a religious um, stance. And he was like, you know, I just don't like being referred to as a sheep. And I told him, I said, you know, I can understand that. And, and obviously based on what I just read and what you heard about how sheep are not considered very smart animals. The point was, is that at the time when the Bible was written, that was probably the biggest livestock that most farmers and shepherds had was sheep. And it wasn't to be, I don't believe in any way, uh, a put down to us that God is saying, you know, my sheep, you are my sheep, he is the shepherd. It's just that that was an analogy that was used. Um, and of course we're not sheep. We know that we're not, um, you know, sheep, we're humans. Um, but I think that sometimes we can take things so literally that we get this thought in our head, well, I'm not a sheep and I'm not gonna be referred to as a sheep, but that's not the thing. We are all God's children. Um, again, I think that that was a statement that was used in the Bible as a reference point. There's a lot of things that are spoken in parables. This too is a parable. Um, but the, the thing is, is that God does always watch after all of us. And it's a love that is on an individual basis. You know, parents love their children and some parents love one child more than the other. Some parents love all children equally, They, but each child has a different personality. So they may respond differently to, to each child. You know, it's, it, it's, it can go multiple ways. But one thing that I do know is that our father, he loves us each individually. He loves us and he responds to us no matter what we do, no matter how we act, no matter how far we uh, stray away from him. He is always there and he is always watching over us and he is waiting for us to just say, I need you. Doesn't everybody want a relationship where the, the person that they're in the relationship with just needs them. I mean, and not in a, in a, um, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Uh, I can't even think of the word, not in a, um, an intrusive way. Okay. I'm not saying that the person is so needy that you want to get away from them, but we all want to feel loved. We all want to feel accepted and wanted. And that's the same way that God wants. He wants to feel loved by us. He wants us to want him. There is no better relationship than to be in a relationship with someone who wants to be in a relationship with you. And it's not difficult for us to achieve this with him. He didn't make it hard. He didn't tell us you have to have so, so much amount of money before I will listen to your prayers. He never told us that you have to prove your love to me by, you know, uh, going out here and becoming um, the president of the United States, or you have to become a CEO of a huge company, or you have to become a famous person, or you have to become um, 
you know, whatever. All he said, all God has ever asked us is to love him first and to love our neighbors that as we love ourselves, which is in the book of John, right? He tells us exactly what we need to do in order to receive his love and for us to, to feel his love. And it's not hard. It's, it's not, it costs us nothing but our time. In all honesty, it only costs us our time. But how many are willing to put that time in? You know, we say we want a relationship. We say we want to be in love. Well, he is there. He's saying, I'm waiting. This is what I want too. I want to have a relationship with you. I want you to love me. I love you. You know, so I really believe in my heart, guys. I really do. I believe that when we can fully commit to, to, to our Father, when we can give Him everything that we have and not be ashamed to disrobe and, and to stand in front of Him in all of our our faults, all of our things that make us uncomfortable, when we can stand in front of Him and say, God, here I am with everything that I, I have on my shoulders, with everything that I have, you know, that, that's following me that I can't seem to unlock and let go of. And you guys know whatever those things are, there's so many things that people deal with in this life. And there's things that are, are keeping people in bondage, that are keeping people miserable, that are keeping people in, in a mindset of, I can't break free from this, or I can't let go of this because I need this to help me to get through one more day. And I'm telling you, the only thing that you need is Christ. If you have Him, all of the things that are weighing you down, all of the things that are causing you to feel dependent on, on whatever it is that, that you're dependent on, it can be removed from your life if you truly want it to be removed. He is the Good Shepherd. And because of that, we have everything we need. You don't have to go out looking for anything or anyone. Whatever is for you is for you, and it will be given unto you. You just have to do what you're supposed to do. And what we're supposed to do are is to be good servants. We're supposed to be, um, you know, branches that are bearing much fruit for the kingdom. And that means that, you know, we have to stop always saying me, 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 me. And I'm guilty of it, guys. I, I have been a person that I have said before, Lord, why, why can't this happen for me? Why can't I have this? Why me, God? Why did this, you know, and I've done it and I did it, but I didn't realize at the time that I was not in a relationship with him. It was a one-sided relationship. And I know we've all been there, right? Where there's only one person really working on the relationship. And in my case, it was only God that was working on our relationship. I was just, you know, God, I need this. I need that. Please do this for me. Lord, take care of that situation for me. I wasn't giving anything to him and I was still hiding and I was still pushing things under the bed and behind the door. And I was still ashamed to unrobe or disrobe 
all of the, the ugliness and the things that I was doing. So we have to get real with ourselves. We have to be willing to be vulnerable because when you're willing to be vulnerable, you can find what it is that you're looking for. But if you're always hiding and you're trying to be stoic and you're always trying to be one way, you're not gonna get to that point that you want to get to. And it literally is right there. It's, it's like the promised land was for the, the children of Israel, um, Egypt, right? It was right there. But for 40 years, they wandered in the desert. And if they had just looked, if they had just enrobed, if they had just laid aside all of the pride, all of the, 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 the things that they were trying to, to hide and to, to overlook, they would have made it into the promised land a lot sooner, 40 years. And it was literally right there at the back door. So what I'm saying today, guys, is remember to seek God first. Have a relationship with the Father. When you have an open relationship with the Father, He will talk to you. He will walk with you. He will show you. He will teach you. He will nurture you. He will he will be everything that you need again because the lord is my shepherd i have everything so that was my message for today i might have kind of went in and about things but i had so many things on my mind um that i wanted to share and to just let you guys know that we can have that relationship with him at any time i don't care what you've done i don't care how bad you think it was, all you gotta do is go back to the Father and have an intimate relationship with Him, a relationship that He is longing to have with you uh, if you just invite Him in. All right, guys, so that's all I have for you today. I hope you enjoyed today's lesson. And go back and read the 23rd Psalm. It's a beautiful, beautiful passage that David wrote about Christ and everything. Um, so yeah. I hope you enjoyed today's message. I definitely enjoyed sharing it with you. And um, I hope you receive some, something special and are blessed. All right, guys, take care. Have a wonderful week. I'll be back tomorrow. Bye.